Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Kettle Knights podcast. I have another guest with me. His name is Joey Alverado, right? But, <laughs> oh, I, I try I tried my best one, man. <laughs> I, I love Spanish. I love Spanish. I love that language. But uh, maybe some of you know him uh, under the moniker of Kettle Jitsu. And what I think is fascinating is I started following Joey, I think, back in 2018 when I got started with kettlebells and I was dabbling around with it. And then I found his stuff, which is obviously, if you listen to kettle jitsu, you probably realize as well that it's connected to jiu-jitsu. And I like the way he uses the kettlebell. And then he uh, commented on a video. I saw his name and I said, like, hey, you know what? We got to have a conversation. So, Joey, welcome to the podcast, man. Thank you so much for having me, man. Awesome. Excited to be out here. Awesome. So, Joey, we always do the same thing. I want to know everything about your story, about the kettlebell story, the jiu-jitsu story, how it all got started. Yeah. Give, it, give it a whirl. You want to know, like, why I got into martial arts and stuff? What, whatever it is. The, the kettlebell okay. story, everything, everything you got. Oh, my God. Uh, so, like... I'm an army brat, so my father was in the military, and uh, I grew up on like military bases mostly. You know, like in, in Germany, I lived in Germany. I lived in Stuttgart. I lived in uh, wow. Würzburg. I went to college in Munich. They had a, they used to have a University of Maryland over there. But anyway, as a kid, we were stationed in South Carolina, and uh, we were living on base over there. On a base, it's mostly going to be Latinos and blacks. I used to get my ass kicked by black people all the fucking time. I don't know okay. why they used to pick on me. And then finally, my parents were like, okay, that's it. You got to learn how to fight. We're sick of you coming home crying all the time. Mm -hmm. So that started my martial arts journey. And then I, I did that my whole life. And then it was back in like uh, the early 90s when I was bouncing. And some guy took me to the ground. And I realized with all these black belts I have, I couldn't even fight, which led me to discover jujitsu. Mm. So that started me on my jujitsu and Muay Thai journey right there. And I'm, I'm just summarizing it. Otherwise, we'd be on here forever because it's a yeah. long story. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> so uh, anyway, what brought me to L.A. was I was reunited with my biological father after 26 years. You know, I was raised by my, my, my stepfather. I was in the military. I, he was I was raised to believe he was my real dad. And so, like, I always felt like, like, like something was missing in my life, man. And then when I was reconnected mm -hmm. with my dad, my aunt was like, hey, did, your dad was a freaking famous professional boxer. And I was like, well, wow. I was like, okay, so that she's like, and that's why you're good at fighting. And I was like, oh, my God. Wow. What, yeah. So that's what awesome. brought me to L.A. That's what brought me to L.A. Mm. And then I started my my whole journey out here, got established, got back into jujitsu and uh transition into MMA. I fought for professionally for seven years. And back then it was the early days of MMA when it was still illegal in California. Ooh. So we, we would have to uh, fight in TJ, Tijuana, or we used to have to fight or we <laughs> in, in to Mexico, fight. right? In Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And, or we'd have to fight on the Indian reservations over here. Cause in, in California, you know, we have these Indian reservations and, and on these Indian reservations, they have their own rules over there. Uh, they have their own laws, it. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, can, they have their own laws. Mm. So like, we used to fight over there. That, that was like king of the cage. And then um, I was lucky enough. I wasn't a great fighter. You know, I'm not going to say, oh, no, like, my record was kind of like 50-50. But I got a lot of experience. And uh, when you're fighting in the game, man, sometimes opportunities present themselves. And I got a call on like a two-weeks notice to fight for the 
the Cage of Fire Lightweight Championship of Mexico, which was like the a new big promotion that had came out. And um, I took the fight on two weeks notice and I won a unanimous decision, got me a little belt. And then one of my students was like, hey, man, this is a good time to open a gym. Mm. And I was like, yeah, mm. I was like, that was really my end goal. You know, I, I fought mm. not because I thought I was going to be like a huge champion or anything, but I wanted to get that experience, you know, because I, I was like, you know what, mm. I'm, I'm going to have to op- I want to open a gym. I want to share this knowledge that I've been mm. gaining. Mm-hmm. So we opened a gym and then, you know, um, and I was like, man, I got to teach all these classes I had and I didn't want to just only teach MMA. So I wanted to teach some fitness stuff, too, because I was like, people just want to come work out to you. Maybe they yeah. want to do MMA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was do I had my own little uh, workouts and stuff like that. And then I was really, I was like, wow. I was like, you know what? <laughs> and this is why I like brutally honest, man. I have this student, Letty. She was one of my best students. And she just turned to me one day and she was like, hey, can we do something different? We did this one last week. We've been doing this one a lot. Can we do something different? I was like, oh, shit. You know, I got to I got to step up my game. Ooh. So I, started research- <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I started researching different things, different modalities. And um, mm. Mm. and uh, one of my business partner, Bill, he was like, hey, why don't we get a kettlebell instructor? Wow. And I was like, you know what? That's a great idea. I was like, I've heard a lot of really good things about kettlebells. But I was like, you know, I have no idea what to do with it. Mm. And, 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 and can you, you know give what? us can you give us a timeline, Joey? That was oh my god, nine before the two thousands, like nineteen ninety something, or no, after no, the two no, thousand, no, no, right? No, 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 it was after two thousand. So I've been at Legacy for eight years. Mm-hmm. Before that, I had my other gym for like almost like another eight years or so. Wow. So it's two thousand three, four, maybe something around around, around that time. Wow, I, yeah. Since the OG days. Yeah. That's it. And don't take me. You know, for sure, because yeah, yeah, I do yeah. not know. I, I suck at like stuff like that. Yeah. I just block it. I knew it happened way back in the day. Just put it that way. Okay, where was I? Oh, so so he goes. Uh, let's get this. Let's, I'll find a kettlebell instructor. Yeah, the kettlebell coach. But, yeah. but one point mm-hmm. I wanted to make was was a lot of people would see somebody doing a kettlebell and they'll just try to do it. But mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not sure what to do with that. I was smart enough to know I needed an, an instructor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. more people mm-hmm. really, really, really need to do. <laughs> and people hit me up and he goes, hey, I just did your workout. I was like, what workout? The workout you did on Instagram. I was like, that's a one minute video. What did you do? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I love like, this. You know, you know what I mean? So It's like a people, one minute video. What kind of workout? Like, what workout did you do? Did you just do that whole thing for like 30 minutes straight or what? You didn't warm up or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but, but I was smart enough to know. Like I was like, you mm-hmm. know, I've heard about it, but I, I don't know what to do. I knew it, it had technique and I needed somebody to teach. And, and a lot of people need to humble themselves and realize that. Mm-hmm. It's really good to start off with an instructor mm-hmm. to have somebody show you. So anyway, mm-hmm. we got... <clears throat> Um, at that time, the biggest kettlebell organization was RKC. Mm-hmm. So that's how far, how, how far back it was. It was yeah. strong first, it strong first didn't exist. Mm-hmm. And uh, my business partner, research, he got a certified instructor, and he came to the gym. He brought his kettlebells, and he started doing a class once a week at my gym. And my mm-hmm. gym was called SoCal MMA back then. And um, <clears throat> I was like, we were like, wow, this is pretty cool, you know? I was like, there's something mm-hmm. different. We learned mm-hmm. we learned to swing. We learned uh, mm-hmm. goblet squat. I, I I don't know why that that goblet thing kind of just I don't like that name for some reason, but uh, that uh, we learned the Turkish get up. I mean, and it was and and to be honest, it was it was really monotonous, and um, my back hurt after every class, mm-hmm. and I know and I and and 
you know, I love, I, I mean, he's a great guy. I love him. And, you know, he showed me some really solid fundamentals, but, and people are all, they can only show you what they've learned. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So it mm -hmm. was really super basic. I felt like I was getting a workout from like here down. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how come we don't incorporate more upper body? Mm -hmm. And I was like, mm -hmm. I was like, why does my back freaking hurt? You know, mm. but they have, but they have this mentality. You're a guy. You have to swing with. I don't even know how much they would say. He's like, you're an MMA. Back body, in the day, know? these heavy, these heavy weights, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. They're like, you gotta mm. swing with. You're a guy. You should be swinging with this. And I was like, but the fucking shit hurts my back, man. I was like, mm -hmm. and then I realized after a while, mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? We don't warm up enough. We don't warm mm -hmm. up enough. Mm -hmm. Our warm ups mm -hmm. were like, hey, grab a 16 kilogram kettlebell and do some halos or something, you know. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. and I was just like, man. This isn't really jogging with me. People stop mm -hmm. showing up to the class because it just became boring. You know, just because mm -hmm. you become certified does not yeah. mean yeah. that you know how to teach yeah. a class. That yeah. comes from from oh, experience and stuff like that. Oh, I, lo I love this. I, I think that's an important distinction that people have to understand, right? It's like, hey, Absolutely. I get I get certified, so uh, give me a bunch of people and I'll do what I have to do. But at the end of the day, working with people in a group setting sometimes requires oh, – insights and knowledge that you don't learn in a cert on the weekend right you're, you're, you know you're, you're you're really smart to to find out that distinction right there mm, there's mm. a big difference people go mm. get certified like oh i'm going to teach and then they realize they don't know how to teach i was like how do you how do you teach how do you teach 20 people in a class how do you give them a good kettlebell workout? I mm -hmm. guarantee you the majority and different, of the, the- And different levels, right? Sometimes exactly, you have different levels, exactly, different exactly. age groups. Somebody's able to move their hips perfectly. Somebody's not yeah. able to move their hips. Somebody has pain. Man, yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's really this, important. It's mm. really important, man. So then, um, mm. then after a while, I was like, you know what, man? Oh, you know what happened was he he brought, he couldn't make it one day. So he brought in a, a female friend of hers and I forgot her name. And I, I really, I think her name was Cindy. And um, she did a class and she introduced the concept and I was like, that's it right there. Mm. And, and I have to give her a lot of credit for that because she's pretty smart for figuring it out herself. She was like, you mm. know what? A lot of people, she's like, came in, she's like, you know, a lot of people do um, circuits with a kettlebell, barbell, medicine mm. ball, pile mm. box. She was like, I like to create circuits just with the kettlebell alone. Most and I was like, exactly. Man. I was like, yeah. boom. Most I was like, exactly. Yeah. Hello. That's what it is, man. And yeah. then, and, yeah. and she kind of put it together like that. And we did some different stuff. And I was like, man, that's a great idea, dude. I was like, why why don't more people do that? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. then I was like, I got to find, I need more kettlebell knowledge. I, I was like, I'm not getting, and you know what? He was really like, you should get your RKC, you should get certified, blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. And I was like, okay, well, how much is it? It's $2,000. like, Jesus Christ, $2,000. <laughs> Back in the and days, like, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a lot man. of money, man. I just, that's a lot of money, period, man. I'm not, Most I'm not rich. Yeah. <laughs> and then um and then I was like, oh you know, like let me look into it, man. Mm -hmm. And I started pulling up all this RKC stuff and I was like, mm, it's it's not really my cup of tea. Mm -hmm. I saw how they had this real weird, like um kind of like militant thing going on. Mm -hmm. The tough you know? guy and thing. Like, the tough guy thing, right? Um it, I mean, with Pavel, you know, he has that I am guy, I'm Russian Spetsna, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, comrade. You're like, mm -hmm. you That's want to style. be strong. Yeah. Like, you know, I was like, man, this stuff is like a little cheesy, call, running around calling each other comrade. And, mm -hmm. <laughs> but hey, man, to, to each their own, because people do Most like definitely. that military stuff. But coming from a, a real military background, I was just like, it didn't really jive with me. And I noticed mm -hmm. that. 
the whole certification revolved around the snatch. Mm-hmm. And I remember hit my instructor would be always, oh yeah, if you get your snatch up, your jujitsu is going to go through the roof and all this stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm very in touch with my with my body, and I knew I was like, this is a cool exercise, but it's not what this guy is telling me. He doesn't mm-hmm. really understand uh, mm-hmm. jujitsu and martial arts because mm-hmm. the snatch doesn't ne- does not necessarily uh, translate to having st- real functional strength like for jujitsu. Mm-hmm. And I don't, and I think it's a um, it's really overly touted in the kettlebell industry. Wow. But anyway, so uh, and if I may, if I may, Joey, because that, you may- that that that's such a good place to ask a question. Um, what would be an adequate exercise pertaining to kettlebells that transfers well into jujitsu? The main thing is you got to understand jujitsu involves your whole body, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So what I've learned over the years is, is, you know, people like, oh, to get strong, you have to use a lot of weight. You have to use a lot of, you do this, mm-hmm. you, you don't have to use a lot of weight. You just have to do a, you can use moderate weight and you can mm-hmm. do a lot of compound exercises. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the key to doing full body moves. Like something that like one of my favorite things to do is just to clean and press, man. And oh, you could no. do, you could do 10 mm-hmm. different variations of the clean and press with kettlebells. You can do a single kettlebell float with one hand. You could do two hands. You can do double kettlebell. You can do a combat clean. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. And you can work it from all different angles. And that's a mm-hmm. full full body movement where you're working your 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 you working your every all your muscles. You're pulling, mm-hmm. you're uh, squatting, mm-hmm. you're using your mm-hmm. posterior chain and everything like that. So the key is is to like I never do muscle isolation. We mm-hmm. always just work everything. Yeah. Yep. And so, so I wouldn't narrow it down to just one exercise. I, I narrow yeah. it down to, right, to yeah. specific movements. So mm-hmm. all of my workouts have squatting, lunging, pushing, mm-hmm. pulling, mm-hmm. and some rotational yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, and hinging, excuse me, and hinging. Yeah, basic human movements, right? Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you're addressing all those areas and using mm-hmm. them as compound movements as well, you're good to go. Mm. You're covering all your grounds. You know what I mean? You can get super, 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 super specific with certain movements and stuff like that. Mm. But, and that's great too. But my job is to teach group classes. Mm. You know, if we're, we're running around the ground, doing all kinds of stuff on the ground, like, like bumping into each other and stuff like that, it it just doesn't work. So I've narrowed it down to, um, it's like almost like purest form. A lot lot of people think it's, it's complicated. It's really, really very simple the way I, Mm -hmm. I, construct these workouts and and we see that when when if somebody i I, you know if if somebody's listening or watching and you got to check out uh joey's videos what i love about your workouts and that's coming from a person who has a little bit of experience working with people is what i see you do is i see there is a thought process in in the in the workout i see there's movements that everybody can do i see it's not overly complicated it's not over the top stuff but it's valuable and that's and that always when i see this now with my eye that i have now um being in the game a little longer now now i can see this and i appreciate it for what it is because there's experience this is this is what works with people this is not the instagram jive uh stuff that you put up to get a lot of views and clicks this is what works irl right in real life in real life for sure man yeah a lot of people don't realize that you know and and i i started off like well let me let me go back to the story so yeah yeah yeah. keep going because it's going to tie into what we're saying now 
Mm-hmm. Um, where do we leave off with my story? With, with the snatch. So, you so, said the snatch is not... Mm-hmm. the snatch and then rkc yep. so i, I was yep. like no i'm not gonna get certified by this rkc it's not really my thing i was like there mm-hmm. has to be more how come nobody wants is doing anything different and i realized mm-hmm. there was this like it was almost like frowned upon to do anything different you know what i mean mm-hmm. like and i was like that's kind of weird and then i just and then i <laughs> and, and that's why like i was really surprised about about steve because i i was searching for people and i saw steve very good shape i was like this guy's a jujitsu guy dope and I was like, and he does some different things with the kettlebell. And I was like, you know what? He actually works out. I see him working out with mm. the kettlebell. I see mm. him working out. He's mm. passionate about fitness. Mm. I didn't see, I didn't see any passion with Pavel. He doesn't, he does that guy, he's not passionate about business, in my opinion. I think he's a businessman. Mm. I think he's a businessman. Mm. I think they created like this whole like mythological thing with Pavel mm. as as mm. a business because he didn't do it mm. himself. He had people helping him in the RKC. And then later on, he moved on. But um, I, I, I identify with Steve, and I identify with Steve Cotter. So Steve Maxwell and Steve Cotter, right? Yeah, the, both the both Steves. Steves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both yeah. The two Steves, man. The o, two Steves. They're, OG, they're OGs, man. And, Most and Steve stuff. back then was more – he was like – his early, 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 early videos, he was experimenting with stuff. He'd get the towel, and he'd throw it around, and – walk around like and do the duck walk and i was like man this guy's he's doing something different see people do do different things but then he kind of he kind of transitioned more into sport and then both both of those steves like travel around a lot Mm -hmm. and so i have to again i'm going to be brutally honest i was living in my gym and (laughs) i was (laughs) i was puffing out a little bit of that funny stuff (laughs) and then um and then i was like man I bet you can do some jujitsu movements with the kettlebell because you could just hold it like right here, which in, in, in jujitsu, if you're fighting off your back, you need to keep your hands tight because the more mm. you dangle your arms around, the more you're going to get arm bars and stuff like that. Right. So I was like, so you Man, got, I, could uh... hold, like, I could hold a kettlebell like this. And then I, I just grabbed the kettlebell, opened my door and I was already on my mat right there, you know? And then I started doing some hip escapes. I started doing some rocking chairs and I was like, well, this is, freaking wow. dope man i was like wow. i, I yeah. kind of feel like i'm working out a little bit with um, i feel like i'm doing jujitsu and shit and then i was like there's got to be some ways you can throw punches with these kettlebells and so uh i started developing punching and and different styles of figure race to to mimic hooking punches and i was like man it, you know i i can chain all these movements together seamlessly i can go from a hip escape to a deck squat to a figure eight punch blah 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 and then you know like Wow. After that, my 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 students became my guinea pigs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's experiment. That's experiment, my friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like, I'm the it scientist. Like, Love it, it became my it, it became my lab, you know. Love it, and, man. Uh, and you know what? What happened? Same was, here. Same here. <laughs> I started, uh, and then I started just calling it like kettle jitsu. Yeah. And um, my students started asking for it. They're like, hey, can we do some more of that kettle jitsu stuff? Because they're just like, whoa, this stuff is dope, you know? Mm. And I was like, cool, man. I was like, they're they're digging it. Like, mm. I'm on to something, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I started doing little corporate morning kettlebells, more more um, more different variety of different workouts and stuff like that. And they were enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wanted to connect with more people in the industry that were like me. I was trying to basically I was trying to find an organization that 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 I I had something in common with, you know, mm, that I liked. Mm, mm-hmm, and mm. I came across uh, a website called My Mad Methods. My Mad Methods. 
My mm. Mad Methods. It was a mm. website called. It was the, it's the first unconventional website for unconventional fitness ever. Wow. So it it was at that time it was uh, owned by Mark DeGrasse. And Mark that is, name rings that name rings some bells. Yeah, yeah and Mark and Marcus, Marcus Martinez. Ah, it, Marcus Martinez. Wait, from the Kettlebell Kings. Water. Yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead. Kettlebell Kings, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if he's still with them or not. I'm not sure if he's still with them or not. If he's by himself now. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I think yeah, kettlebell but, living fit is what he does right now. I think that's what yeah. I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's him. Um, so it was them two. And they were selling kettlebells and they had their own little workout videos on YouTube. And I was like, okay, now these guys are starting to think outside of the box. Mm. They weren't doing what I was doing, mm. but you know, they were doing different things. They were like at least using sit-ups with it and mm -hmm. they were tossing them back and forth to one another mm -hmm. and and Like I said, they weren't doing what I was doing. I was like, but at least I was like, these guys seem like they're more open-minded. Because mm -hmm. when I would post my videos, man, the RKC people would just rip me to shreds. Oh, you're not supposed to do that. Oh, it's not approved by Pavel. <laughs> Pavel would never approve that. Oh they, no, they will rip me to shreds. I love this. You're, you're gonna hurt people. Uh, you oh, know, no. I get. Uh, uh, you know, the funny thing is when I got started, just to interject real quick, it was the same thing. You're not supposed to lift your heel off the floor. You're not supposed to blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, especially when you combine or when you see these uh, polar opposites, which is hard style and the kettlebell sport, sure, right? Sure, sure. Which are moving in completely different ways and even Definitely. using completely different bells, which I have now found out after talking to John McCain, which was completely intentional. They wanted to create something unique, which they have succeeded, right? So, and it's the same experience that I had. And I think, and this also might be a little question to you. I think, yes, there are certain rules and laws of physics and of, of, of human body movements and even more factors that I don't want to mention now, but because it gets too deep, but there are certain rules that we all have to play by but there's also room for experimenting mm -hmm. and they both go a little bit hand in hand because what what is your take keep your thought what you wanted to share because that's just another question that i have do you think we're supposed to experiment all outside the box and then you see sometimes stuff where i'm like whoa where are you coming from or do you think we have to you know find some you know we have some laws that we have to follow what's your take i think um i've, I've never done sport But if you're going to learn kettlebell, I think you have to start off with learning basics to build off. Uh, yeah, yeah. So no matter what, what, yeah. and I, it doesn't matter what modality you're doing, like jiu-jitsu, I'm not going to go off and start teaching really advanced techniques. I have to teach these people those foundational movements mm. that are going to build into those more complicated movements. So if you don't That's have, and, is, and, yeah. and you know what, like I, downstairs, I have the, uh, <clears throat> a person that lives in my apartment, he's this tall guy, and he always has these basketballs. I was like, hey, are you a basketball coach? And he goes, he goes, yeah. He goes, I teach high school basketball. Like, That's cool, man. I was like, you must be really slick because basketball players, I, I respect them a lot. They're amazing athletes and, and they're slick. You know, they make you think they're doing this and you're going to go shoot over. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then he looked at me. He goes, you know what, man? It's all about fundamentals. And I was like, oh, my God, man. I was like, <laughs> I wish, always the I same wish story. <laughs> I was like, I was like, it's, and I said, so it applies. You know what I mean? It applies everywhere. Everywhere. You know? 
So like, I would assume if somebody came in to a sport person, it was like, Hey, I've never done kettlebells before. Like I would like to learn sport kettlebell. I'm sure he's not going to just freaking slap on a couple 22 kilograms with a guy and make him start doing jerks, right? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine this. Pick them up and let's go. <laughs> I think there are. I, I think there are some people back in the day who would probably do that though. You know, yeah. You, you, you want to try? You have to lift them. You have to stay <laughs> with them for an hour at least, my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. So, yeah. so it's all about mm. the fundamentals, man. It's the fundamentals. It for sure. Love this. Okay, so uh, back to Marcus and all those cats. So yes. then um, I, I went to go buy some kettlebells and they had a gym too. What was their gym called? My Math Methods. Man, I forgot it. But uh, they also started a magazine, by the way. So I went to their gym and and I met Mark DeGrasse first. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. briefly met Marcus mm -hmm. and um, I was like, hey man, I wanted to buy some kettlebells. And I was getting the kettlebells. I was like, hey, dude, I was like, you know what? I'm I've been developing my own thing called kettle kettle jitsu. And um, I was like, would you like to see some moves? You know, I'd like to show them to you. I wanted to get somebody because I felt like he had already been doing kettlebells longer than me, mm -hmm. both Marcus and, and Mark. Mm -hmm. And I wanted some kind of um, like like a verification, like, hey, what do you I want? I want a feedback. Proper feedback, feedback yeah. right? From somebody who's who knows the craft, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And I he's like, Yeah, sure. So we went out, he had his little mat, and I started doing a kettlebell flow. And his eyes just freaking opened up and he was like, Hey man, I was like, Is it okay if I record this? And I was like, Yeah, sure. And and then he started recording, and then I, I was flowing and it, and he put the camera down. He's like, Man, we have to do a DVD. He's like, this makes sense sense he's like this is the evolution of fucking kettlebell training he's like it wow. makes sense and i was like i was like a, a dvd i was like wow i was like oh, i i mean that was back then you know dvds yeah it was it, it is kids nowadays don't know what this is my man yeah but that's I'm like <laughs> i mean i would never know how to do a dvd yeah know? yeah 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 it was different back then yeah so I, I, was like, this, I was like so i was like you know how to do a dvd i was like cool so then i came up with the name combat kettlebell systems Mm. and um and see and he was like you know what man like people want to see the fancy shit the fancy shit you got you got you got to do like the, the the hard stuff because people have already saw all the basic stuff so so come up so i came up with a uh all the workouts on the dvd and uh we released it combat kettlebell system it's sold in 30 countries worldwide wow. <clears throat> and then we got hit up with a copyright lawsuit Copyright infringement lawsuit. So we had to oh, change wow. the name and all kinds of shit. It was just wow. fucking, it was a nightmare. Yeah. And it just like killed the sales because because oh. once we once we got hit up by the copyright infringement, um, I could not post anything related to oh, that, no, that name yeah. on, on Facebook or mm. you, they, they took everything down. Mm. They took everything mm. down and it really, it really hurt because we were up to like, I don't know, like we were just getting momentum, man, you know? Man, you, you, you should have stuck with Kettle Jitsu, man. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that, that, ah. that, uh, and that's what we went back with. We, was, then, I was, right, we already right. taught a kettle jitsu. I don't know why I named named it what I did, yeah. but um, I started doing certifications and I started doing certs all over the place and stuff like that. And I remember when my DVD came out, I uh, I hit up um Steve Cotter, mm. we're friends on Facebook, and I was like, hey man, you know, I like to uh send you a dvd and tell me what you think about it he goes joey I've, he goes i've been watching your stuff 
And he goes, you're on to something. And he goes, you're on to something, man. Yeah. He's like, you're on to something. He's like, keep doing what you're doing. He goes, and don't listen to anybody else. So, man, I'm so, uh, Steve is such a fucking cool guy, man. Mm. He's mm. such a nice guy, such a genuine guy. And he, mm. he, he's humble, man. And, and that is what I, as one of, that gave me so much, you know, um, I can't think of the fucking word, man, but like, it really made me feel good. And I was like, mm. I'm, I was like, I'm glad he understands what I'm doing because back mm. then I was still like, I was battling with these RKC peeps, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was battling with them. I was battling with these cats, man. They're, they're like, they're trolling, oh my. trolling me like <laughs> crazy. man. You know, you know what comes to mind? This is great video from uh, Elliot Holtz. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with this. It, it's an old school video. I think it was 2011 or 12 or something. I remember Elliot. Yeah, he was a yeah, yeah. for a while. And he said, uh, kettlebells, do kettlebells build muscle? That was the video. And then... Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. And I like the way he... And I love his form. I love how he does it. Then he shows off some stuff and he, the way he talks, right? And then he said, yeah, you know. And then he demonstrates the snatch, puts the kettlebell down, and then that's how you do it. Unless I get taken down by you RKC Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so... but, 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 see, but see, like somebody like Elliot, like he didn't even realize, he's like, can you build, he, he, and I don't think he, he said that you can build muscle with kettlebells and it. And it's just because- He said it, he said it, he's, yeah. ba he's basing it all around the snatch. Yep, yep. I mean, so it's just, yep. that's just, you know. You know what's funny, you know what's funny, Joey? When, when you look at the snatch, actually, the way, The way it is taught in 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 the getaway world, or I, I, you know what's funny? I love the description how Sean Mosen says. Sean Mosen says, "Hey man, you either do high tension or you do high volume." So and that dictates your movement pattern, right? So if you do a high volume snatch, where the idea is to get as many reps as possible in, to get your heart rate up, to to get some strength endurance going, then the snatch the snatch is actually a, a more of a strength endurance type of exercise, right? Mm -hmm. And especially, of course, you can always use a very heavy kettlebell. You, I mean, you can do this with almost everything, sure. but I wouldn't consider the snatch a classic muscle builder. I, no, of course, no, it builds not, muscle. Yeah. It does, but it's not in a way where I would, for exactly. example, say a strict press or a heavy row or a heavy deadlift or a heavy squat, right, with a heavy bell. Yeah, um, yeah in a classic sense, right? Mm. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, what I always tell people is, like, I mean, you can use a kettlebell the same way you use a barbell or a dumbbell. Yeah, most definitely. So, like, so if you if you really that was your goal to build kettlebell specific or build muscle specifically with kettlebells, then you would have to use it in that manner. You know, it's very exactly. simple. Exactly. You know, like, but typically people who use kettlebells are not looking to, to get real huge or anything like that. Mm -hmm. You know, they're looking. Most people, I would say, that use kettlebells are looking for more overall functional strength, and if they want to build certain muscles, then they'll do muscle isolation exercises like benches and stuff like that. You know, mm -hmm. squat, mm -hmm. barbell squats, benches, or whatever like that. So, mm -hmm. my goal is just overall, uh, functional strength. Mm. you know stuff mm. that i can use for everyday life and jujitsu as well and stuff that mm. people can do everybody can do not just the good athletes and stuff like mm. that you know what i mean yeah yeah so um it resonated with you with this when when they gave you feedback right so it all took oh, yeah, off yeah. So, so steve yeah. gave me um feedback and then um came out with a DVD. I was doing certifications and stuff like that. And then I came out with a body weight training DVD called Shadow Jitsu. 
And um, then Mark Mark started getting into different things, you know, like we, we, we didn't really agree with everything all the time after a while, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he, mm-hmm. I did my thing and then he did a DVD with John, John Wolf. I don't know if you've ah, done the, 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 um, on, on it. it, on it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So he, did a DVD, he did a DVD with John Wolf and John Wolf. When my DVD came out, a couple of the students hit me up and they're like, Hey, we got your DVD. It was awesome. We gave it to your instructor. I went up there and I trained with John Wolf. He's a, he's a, he was a cool guy and everything. He came back down and, and he did my certification. Awesome. Him and his wife, his wife at the time. Wow. And um, he came out with his DVD, which was, he was a tack fit guy at the, at the time. He was the American director of tack fit. So he was more of a tack fit guy, but he had a kettlebell background as well. So then when he did his DVD, it was like kind of a cross between almost like tack fit and kettle jitsu, really. If you mm. look back, I forgot what mm. it was called. Anyway, so Mark started doing DVDs with different people. And I was like, hey, I want to do another DVD. And he's like, okay, well, we're going to do this and do that. And I was like, listen, man, I was like, I'm not doing all that fancy stuff anymore because I was like, my students can't even do that. It's it's not, Uh, that's not how I was like, you know, back in the day it was cool because it was new and I didn't know Mm. any better. But now that I've been teaching it Mm. with group classes all the time, I've realized that people can't do all this fucking complicated shit. I was like, they need to come in. They have only have one hour to work out. I can't mm-hmm. spend 20 minutes trying to teach mm-hmm. them this complicated thing, you know? So I had to simplify it and everything. He was like, oh, well, people don't want to see that. Ah, blah, blah, blah. Uh, He's like, people, you know, so I was like, we started kind of bumping heads. And then he hits me up one day and then he goes, hey, man, um, my Mad Methods just got bought out by Onnit. And I was like, uh, oh, wow. I was like, he's like, so what that means is that, you know, they bought all your DVDs and still under this pr- production company. I'm going to go down there. I'm going to start a fitness, the Onnit Fitness Academy. And he goes, and then I'm going to bring you down as the kettlebell uh, expert. I was like, okay. He was like, and just think of it, you know, like he was like, it's owned by Joe Rogan and blah, blah, blah. But I was like, okay, well, that sounds cool, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, as, as I told you that Marcus and Mark were business partners, right? Mm-hmm. they split up because there was a big falling out between them. And, and after that happened, Mark, my business partner, Mark, he was like, I don't even want to talk to Marcus, blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh. okay, cool. Mm. Even though I respected Marcus because I thought he was, he was a good trainer and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, this is my business partner, so I don't want to cause any drama. Mm-hmm. And so then, um, <clears throat> so instead of going with me as a kettlebell instructor, it, he did a 180 and went with Marcus, which I thought was the weirdest thing. And I was like, I thought you guys were uh, not talking okay. and stuff like that. So he went with Marcus. They started the Onnit Academy and they started doing kettlebell certifications with Onnit back then. And then and things switched around. I don't know what happened over there. And um, and and basically what happened is is they blew up my my concept of kettlebell flows. And and then they got the primal soldier guy in there, yeah, and, yeah. and everybody everybody thinks the kettlebell flows and stuff came from on it. You know, when in actuality, I was really one who started that whole whole. And whole I have thing. to and 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 let me just let me just jump in real quick. I I saw you way before these guys, and and when I watched your stuff again, I I realized I was like, yeah, that's that's like style number three. The flow, the idea yeah. of combining movements, but 
movements that make sense and not just exactly. look good. And I love what you, I wanted to ask the question and you answered it already. When you said that your business partner back then, uh, Mark came up and said, show me the fancy stuff. And then of course you experimenting, trying new stuff out. And then you try it in real life and you realize, hey man, um, this doesn't work with people. It maybe works with high-level athletes who are used to kettlebells or whatever. Sure. But I love what you said. I, I can't just have one hour a work of a workout and take 20 minutes away of instructing people. This is yeah. people want to come train and don't think too hard, and they they want to they want to get it moving. And I love how you answer that question because I I want uh, to I want to uh, uh, pose you a question to say, hey, uh, that that fancy stuff. Did you keep it? And did you then incorporate it in your daily stuff? But yeah, you, you just answered it. It doesn't no, man, work. I, it doesn't I, work, I, right? No, um, it's just not practical. It's not practical. Wanna, yeah, if, it's not practical. If, if, if you want to, and everything for me with my workouts revolves around real practicality yeah. and real functionality. Yeah. You know, you it. Yeah. It's my job to teach teach group classes. I've been teaching group classes. I've been teaching group classes literally six days a week for like 15 years now. And I can honestly say, I don't know another kettlebell instructor who's done it. Like Steve Maxwell and Steve Cotter, they travel, they were traveling all over, teach mm -hmm. here, boom. That's, I think that's pretty easy. You just teach for a couple of days straight and then you just move on. It's way try different. Teaching, try it's teaching way different. the same people over uh, yeah. and over yeah. and over yeah. and over. And I guarantee you, <laughs> I would say like 95% of the, the kettlebell instructors there could not do that. So my, my goals are totally different than anybody else's. I, I love teaching group classes and I mm -hmm. love working out with my group classes, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and, uh, and now we have gotten into what, what I say are our Instagram workouts, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And now yeah. like I, what's yeah. funny is, is, is I, <laughs> I really started this whole this whole hybrid revolution with kettlebell flows and stuff like that. And back in the day when it was RKC and even later on the strong first people used to heckle me as well. But uh <laughs> it continued, right? <laughs> you, you, you like they didn't that, let uh, off. <laughs> they didn't let off. <laughs> you think I'm playing, man? You know, I said, no, 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 I, I love I, I see it 100%. I see it because I experienced it as well. It's so funny that, you know, it changed, but they still heckled you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back then they did. Back then they did. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. they thought I, I was like the crazy one back then. And mm, mm. and now I feel like I'm more on the conservative side of, of kettlebell flows. <laughs> I love you know this. what I mean? Isn't, that Isn't it crazy how things have shifted? Wow, because wow. now, mm -hmm. now it is, it's so inauthentic, man. And I, and I, um, and I think I feel you, man. I don't want to be like a dick. Pete, you're that kettlebell. I've always said a kettlebell is a blank canvas. You can do whatever you want with it. You know, mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that it's it, it's practical and functional. And it and mm -hmm. and I think people are, are not even using it as a workout tool. They're doing it as more. They're using it more for how to get followers and how to get likes and stuff like that. Man, that's what it. That that's what it's. That's what kettlebell training has turned in. And now you got these guys that. It's obvious that these guys are fucking bodybuilders. I was like, motherfucker, you don't fucking work out with a kettlebell. You're a bodybuilder and you're over here doing some stupid ass kettlebell flow. And you know, you're just doing it for likes. You don't work out. Why don't you show us what you really do or with for your body the way you look like that? Because you obviously don't do these these kettlebell exercises for your body. You know what I mean? So to me, mm. that's just being inauthentic. And now, right mm. now, like the whole trend right now is 
juggling the kettlebells, mm-hmm. flipping around your back, flipping your hair, flipping mm-hmm. over your head. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. As I, I was like, man, that's not the most practical thing to do for me. You know, but if you want to get a couple, couple, couple of your buddies together, hey, let's do like, let's work on the kettlebell flow for this video. That's one thing, man. But what are you doing? You're doing you're doing choreography for kettlebells. Oh, I, that's what it is, man. That man, you're hitting the nail on the head. And you know, I I've had the pleasure of uh, having a conversation, for example, with uh, my brother uh, Colin Daring, uh, mm-hmm. who, who who's a beast in, in in I call it freestyle juggling. It's not the mm-hmm. not the juggling in a sense that the Russians do it with these you know with these given. Uh, sets of of parts of a choreography it's completely freestyle and while i think i told him man you're you're as well you're onto something it's special what you do and at the same time with the experience that i have when people ask me and they say hey i see all this juggling stuff i i i tell them listen it's like what you mentioned and even colin mentions this it's all about the fundamentals and then you can jive with it however you want yeah 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 but Definitely. You have I th- to learn fundamentals before you do that stuff. But I think we make a mistake if we think that juggling the kettlebell gives you more bang for your buck or a bigger return on investment than a proper swing, a proper yeah. get-up, or a proper press. This, Listen, and, and- a, real, a real trainer, if, if, if somebody came to a trainer and said, hey, I want to get fit, uh, somebody who really truly understands how to exercise and how to 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 get strong how to lose weight and everything would never ever incorporate any type of juggling that's just that i don't that's care plain you tell fact. me if you're blue in the plain face fact. but that's just that's just you know you can't tell me you know i was talking to a, one guy I don't, I don't want to give his name he's a very very nice guy and he's getting very popular right now and uh i guess i said something about juggling in my stories and then hey he responded to me he's being very nice by the way he was like hey man he goes I, I juggle and I'm like really strong and fit. And I was like, yeah, I was like, and I see that. I said, like, you're, you're pretty jacked and everything. I was like, but you didn't get that from juggling. Mm-hmm. We have, to, and it, I was like, it is what it is. I was, like, mm-hmm. I was like, you didn't get that from juggling. You know, how, how many bodybuilders do you see juggling, <laughs> juggling? Michael, Michael Hearn flipping, flipping the bench press like that. That's why I look like this, my man. <laughs> but but man you get you're getting people on on instagram now doing crazy stuff with barbells now because what's left people are doing what's left did you see did you see this one guy who who was who was i he was on a ladder somehow the a cross trainer the machine was hanging in the air he's kind of like yeah 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 he's kind of like doing this on the machine while curling, it's crazy. However, I, I forgot the name. It's but, the hey, ultimate. Hey. I think it's the epitome of of doing it for clicks and views. And exactly. I, 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 the reason this resonates so much with me, Joey, is is because it is it is the truth. It is when I come up. Sometimes I'm like, uh, when people ask me stuff, then I'm like, listen, I'm I'll be explaining the swing in every other video for the rest of my life because it's a fundamental exercise. And I know that maybe I get a subscriber burnout because some people were like, man, you show us swing for the 10,000th time, time sure. on YouTube or whatever have you. Then I'm like, listen, I do this for people who are new who are coming in and the fundamentals will always beat everything. It's, it's not, if you are, I juggle, I do some 
ultimate basic juggle moves but it's from my full if i take all of my four workouts that i do in the week it's two minutes of these four workouts which mm. lasts for 30 to 40 minutes per workout two yeah. minutes i dedicate to juggling because it's it's fun and yeah, i love i love i love it but nothing yeah, yeah for sure agree like like you're that's exactly right like mm. you know the, mm. the you have to distinguish what is going to get you in shape and what is fun and like i said oh, there's, yes. there's, you could yes. you could do whatever you want man i was yes. like the, yes. the, the fun part is the, the juggling part don't think that that's going to get you in shape and yeah. and the thing with me is i have people that sign up to train just kettlebell with me yeah. and maybe they can only train three times a week yeah so why why would i want to show them how to juggle kettlebell why waste time have, right? i have to i have to give them the workout that they need that they want like i have one one student jess she's been with me for seven years now i've coached her through like two pregnancies and stuff mm. like that and she's a mom and she has kids and stuff like that am i going to come mm. here come in and spend a whole class teaching her how to juggle Mm. no she needs to get her workout in and then she knows go get her daughter ready for school and blah blah blah, blah. You because know people I mean? so have I a work. life because people yeah. have a life and, you know, and, and i realized yeah. that about juggling too because like when i was on my journey really trying to research kettlebells and discover kettlebells i came across um jeff martone have you ever heard of yeah him? yeah most definitely yeah og and also he was like og of fucking juggling man like mm. i was like oh shit i was like look at this guy he's flipping it around and mm. flipping it and tapping it and mm. doing all that stuff. So i was like hey that's kind of like boxing a little bit and i started messing around with it and i was like you know what man you know it takes a long time to learn how to juggle it like that and am i going to teach this to students on a mat a jujitsu mat you know a tatami flipping kettlebells dropping it all over the mat putting holes in my mat and stuff like that so I was like, okay. So right away I realized I was like, okay, I gotta eliminate. I'm not even gonna mess with this juggling stuff. I'm gonna leave it at. And even he eventually went into like CrossFit kettlebell, mm -hmm. and you don't really you don't mm -hmm. really see him juggling and everything. But mm -hmm. yeah, that's what the internet now is is now. It's just turned into uh, all these people are just basically like actors now. You know, they just mm -hmm. they they create this persona and, and they put all of these workouts that are that nobody in the right mind is gonna freaking do, but they know it's gonna get them likes and stuff like that. And so what's going to happen? So like we, we you know, we we're seeing trends in kettlebell yeah. training now. Yeah, we're seeing trends. So what's going to so eventually people are going to realize all that juggling shit is, is BS, and then try to get hopefully they get back to the nitty gritty. You know, and I I, I you know, it's maybe not even BS. It's just if I may just interject, it's mm -hmm. just an a completely advanced form that is fun. Yeah, yeah, that, for sure, absolutely, and absolutely. and that's it's, where. It's, 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 Right, another right. style of kettlebell training altogether. So you have you yeah. have sport kettlebell yeah. training. You yeah. have yeah the hard style. You have yeah. What, what, yeah. I don't even know what my style would be called. What kettlebell flow or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, and, the flow. I, I, and I love this description. It's just the the combination of movements, which I'm gonna. Yeah. I have a couple of questions about. But I love what you're saying. And and sometimes uh, I'm thinking when I have conversations with Angie, I always tell her. I say, listen, you know what i see happening on social or sometimes even just in a in a bigger sense in the kettlebell community is we are preaching to the choir we are showing each other in that small circle how how fancy we can be with kettlebells while at the same time the people who need it the most because it does so much the kettlebell gives you so many benefits all at once get completely lost on the sideline because the, I, I mean sometimes clients walk in and they say 
I mean, I love the kettlebell, but when, but when I see you do this stuff, I mean, this is so intimidating. And, I, mm -hmm. and they talk about a snatch. And I'm saying, listen, forget the snatch. We're just learning some proper deadlifting, a proper farmer's walk, a proper press, and hey, you're good to go. You don't need anything else. That, exactly. That's what it is, right? Yeah, yeah. That's just extra. Yeah, juggling is just extra. Mm, that's when it. you have time. And, and like, like uh, if you have a lot of time on your hands, and it's your and you know then then you can mess around with juggling but like if if your goal is just to exercise and get fit then you're you're probably most likely going to eliminate it but the whole reason i i started started doing kettlebell flows is because you know nobody wants to work out if it's not fun yeah so so like if i'm doing the just swings and goblet squats all the time that just gets freaking boring out you know i would lose my mind so that's that's the way i do it you want to make it fun for yourself too and then you have your, you know, your extra credit, your little icing on the cake for juggling. If whatever you want to do, you can create a, a crazy complicated kettlebell flow. Cause now there's a lot of different, like, you know, like I'm, I'm pretty old school when it comes to like switching hands, you know, your basic hand to hand switch, you know, yeah. but now, now they're doing all the, where they throw it up and they catch it with the other hand and, I, yeah. <laughs> and, and do different ones. And that's cool too. You know, that's mm -hmm. cool. Whatever. Like if that's what you want to do, mm -hmm. but when you're switching a little bit too much and you're constantly teaching students, you know, it's not that practical. You got to, uh -huh. we want to keep it as simple as possible because like, like you said, and, and like I said, you're really intuitive to be able to, to understand that. And you have, you've only been, you haven't really been training with kettlebells that long is like, I might, I have people who have been with me for seven, 10 years. And then what if somebody comes in I'll, every now and then I'll get somebody who's never done it before. How do I give, everybody in that class oh. all different levels a yeah. good workout yeah and now if, I, if yeah. I incorporate juggling you know or if i incorporate no. something too crazy or a crazy get up or something like that then that person's going to be like you know what this kettlebell stuff it's a little too complicated for me i don't think it's for me it, my job like I, I i need to keep a job i need to keep a roof over my head so i have to make that person like the kettlebell workout and i have it down to a system and, and you know like um, people associate me with kettlebell flows. That is just one of my protocols that I've developed over years. So I have a pyramid pro protocol. I have a circuit protocol as well. So mm. I don't just do only kettlebell flows and each mm. protocol is going to give you a different type of workout. Mm. One's a little bit more anaerobic than the other. Like if you do mm. one of my pyramid style workouts, that is going to be like your, your freaking anaerobic threshold is just, mm. it's crazy with that mm. one. So mm. the flow, so we do, we do all of them and stuff like that, but everybody's like kettlebell flow, kettlebell flow, kettlebell flow right now, you know, juggle, juggle, it's, juggle. It's, yeah. It's just, it's, I, I see that trend as well. And, mm -hmm. and I think when it comes down, it's what you're saying. It's practicality. And I love what you just mentioned because this happens here as well. We have, also group classes uh we have one-on-one -on -one, but also group classes and then once in a while yeah somebody comes in completely brand new uh so while others people are doing while other people are doing the swing i'm telling them listen we're just doing some deadlifts forget the swing let let yeah, them yeah, other yeah. swing we're just focusing on a deadlift and while other people are are doing the uh, clean and press alternating switching sides every after rep uh, every other rep i tell that person listen forget one hand we just grab it with two hands and then we bring it overhead bring it back down that's it exactly. while other people are doing the goblet squat forget the kettlebell you just do body weight squats because you want to get used to it it's 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 and i have people who are really as well like you have people who are really good at it now and still, I wouldn't think about 
wanting to waste their time with highly complicated exercises who take a lot to explain if i do it it's a seminar then then it's completely it's completely different in in the in the approach and i'm like listen we have a seminar one and a half hour where we focus on 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 the long cycle the double jerk the 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 turkish squat up or whatever have you with complicated exercises where we are just here to learn but if we want to train it's a different ball game exactly yeah so yeah. you're smart so you you got you got and that's another thing is is you start realizing how much you don't know when you're teaching people on a regular basis so you really have to step up your game you have to be able to adapt no to yeah. To, yeah. to the to those clients like you said yeah you know this chick has to just do a body weight scout you have to be able to just look, to train everybody read everybody watch yeah. everybody yeah and, and and you know i've been doing it so long like i'm over here pressing and correcting people at the same time you know <laughs> yeah like because i love to, yeah. i love to work out with my students man it's it's fun it's fun working out with people awesome. you know so yeah so that so i'm always watching too and and Another key thing that I would like to point out is for me, like my journey led me to doing a lot of body weight training as well. Mm -hmm. So without, for me, there is no kettlebell training without body weight training. Oh. I learned a long time ago that you have to warm up. One of the main reasons kettlebell back in the, back in the day, kettlebells had like a bad rep. Oh, they hurt your back. They hurt your back. They hurt your mm -hmm. back. They hurt your back. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I was like, no, kettlebells don't hurt your back. Improper warmups hurt your back. Lack mm -hmm. of knowledge, not knowing how to use a kettlebell mm -hmm. properly hurt your back. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. remember when I told you my first instructor was like, you must swing with 40 yeah, yeah. kilos. Keep going. <laughs> with and, the 40 and, kilo. and I, in my classes, I was like, we're not even going to pick up a kettlebell for the first 30 minutes of the workout because we're going to do mobility. We're going to do a lot of like um, isometric exercises, low impact, mm -hmm. low impact mm -hmm. exercises to warm up your core thoroughly, particularly mm -hmm. your lower back, man. The lower back injury is so common from people using too much weight, not working out and, and in proper form. So I never force weight on people. I never do, especially yeah. if it's your first day. I'm like, just yeah. grab a light kettlebell. It's about movement. Just yeah. move and yeah. learn the movements, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So like we do body weight training. Uh, we start off with like about the first 10, 15 minutes is all mobility. Mm. And then we do, mm -hmm. then we start getting into some higher intensity body weight training, like burpee breakdowns and um, uh, like, push up and squat body weight squat protocols and stuff mm. like that you know so we then we get into the kettlebell training mm -hmm. and we don't go right into the kettlebell flow like if the flow has a squat press and a swing in it we work each individual movement over and over to to get that workout in your legs to get your upper your pressing in get your pulling in and stuff and then we and then it. you combine then i combine it because people you prep last, you prep them first that last yes, bit and and they think oh that's how i'm supposed to move no 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 it's a, it's supposed to build up it's until a it's a progression it's a progression but it's a but you know it's it, it's what you it's what you're saying it's we see these bits and pieces on social and everybody's losing their attention span so we have to make it as quick and shocking and entertainment yeah. as possible you get caught up in that man you get caught up in that especially beginners get caught up in this and then they think okay i have to do a jerk with a snatch backflip with a barbell over my head right so yeah, yeah, exactly. and, and at the end of the day it's like no man it's just it's this is what gets the clicks and the views 
but the fundamentals unfortunately they don't sound as sexy because it's always most of the time it's you have you mentioned this right you have the hinge the squat the press the pull and 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 rotational movements maybe some carrying and 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 that's human movement and that's how we're going to train right exactly yeah mm. that's that's human that's definitely human movement and and i've seen it and i've studied like what we do our movements that we do in jujitsu i was mm. like like say for instance if i if i'm in somebody's guard one way to open their legs is to stand up and if your legs aren't strong and you can't do a lunge or you can't do a squat ah, you're not good yeah. i see it all the time i like people they're trying to stand i can't stand up i was like yeah max because you have really weak legs you know so that's where oh. doing squats and lunges wow. is going to help you tremendously wow. with just jujitsu in that way you don't have to do a kettlebell movie that looks exactly like jujitsu to do that you can do it that way but if you just focus on on your like i said push pull hinge squat lunge rotate boom you're you're good and then, and then you'll build, you'll build your your jujitsu specific muscles by rolling and wrestling jujitsu. You know what I mean? Because it, it isn't it isn't it just what because that's what people uh, always ask uh, me as well on on YouTube is they say, okay, what is the best exercise for a sport X uh, for, mm -hmm. for boxing yeah, yeah, yeah. for whatever yeah, have sure. you? Yeah, they and then. Get that. And they, always. And then I always say, listen, um, I think, like you said, I love what I love. I always use the Russian terminology, GPP, general physical preparation, and then SPP, specific uh, uh, physical preparation. So you do one thing, like you build your strong legs, build a stronger back, build a stronger, ar stronger arm, stronger chest. But then, of course, if you're not able to roll, what what good is it? it it's it's nothing. And, and what I most of the time say is if you're highly gifted and talented and you're always rolling or always throwing hoops or always you're like ronaldo on on, on the soccer field mm -hmm. you, you probably can do pilates and yoga in your free time <laughs> you'll always destroy yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. because you dedicate 99.9 percent .9 of your time to the craft and then that rest maybe you do some proper you know some proper weights and and here and and that ties into a question if if when it comes to jujitsu do you really think aside from just building general strength right yeah some stronger legs some stronger chest and back or whatever have you if you have a guy that's just ultimately talented and rolls all the time and he doesn't do anything else just rolling day in and day out and he's talented or she does this person need additional training in the gym with weights or whatever have you what's no. your what's your stand uh, see no no see? because uh like mm. one of the greatest uh jiu-jitsu guys of all time marcelo garcia that's what he did he just rolled 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 because i don't do any strength and conditioning i just roll because <laughs> what people don't realize also is, is um jiu-jitsu there there's there's nothing you can do you can i don't care if you run a marathon it doesn't mean you can roll five minutes on the mat you're work. You're working your body in ways that are not normal, and you're building a functional strength that you just cannot get from anything else. That's just the way it is. I I, I can roll with a 250 pound guy, but he'll feel weak to me because I have jujit. I call it jujitsu strength, but it's just mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. your body. You're we're we're lifting human beings. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's nothing. There's nothing more functional for combat than that. And, and it's a trip. Like people, like I'm 165 pounds, and and I I, I roll with uh one of my students the other day. He's like 220. He's like, man, he's like, you you feel fucking strong as shit. I was like, I'm not stronger than you, bro. I was like, but I have jujitsu strength, and I know leverage. I know how to make my body feel heavy. I know well, the, the positions. You know what I mean? So yeah, like, it, yeah. it it builds a different strength, man. And and you know who Jocko Willink is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, Jocko. Like one of the things yeah. he says, he goes, he goes learning. Maybe seal. He's like, yeah. When you, he's like, he's like being good at jujitsu is like having a superpower. He's like, you have <laughs> a strength. Wow. You have a strength that like normal people just do not have. Wow. Like you know, it's 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 it's, wow. it's a it's a, an amazing thing. It's an wow. amazing thing that you know, like somebody small like me, I could just toss around somebody who's two hundred and fifty pounds. You know what I mean? And who's that and guy who just who's that guy who just won the championships? I just saw it because I follow Rogan. Uh, Gordon Ryan. Gordon does jujitsu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he he's also. Well, I think that was an int- what well, that was a competition, a jujitsu competition, right? Yes, Happened? ADCC. ADCC. Yeah. All right. All right. That was so that you was, have to. That was, that was probably the biggest jujitsu event of all time, right there. Wow. So you have the yeah. best of the best come together. And the best, okay. the best of the best, the best of the best. And right now, and the Gracies, because the because the only, yeah, I saw that. And the only um, reference point that I have when it comes to jujitsu is Rogan, Willink, and the Gracies. Mm-hmm. So were the Gracies present? There's Gracies there, um, but there weren't any in that competition. We're, we're 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 past the point where like the gracies you know all the majority of our jiu-jitsu lineage is should be able to be traced back to a gracie oh wow okay so so no matter what like if you train with somebody over there his lineage is going to trace back to a gracie hmm. they're they're the reason we do what we do they revolutionize martial arts forever they they helped us answer that question which martial art is the best that's exists yeah. forever oh yeah. so when they came out they're like back then it was jujitsu well jujitsu is the best you can't really argue and then mm-hmm. it evolved into mma right yeah 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 so so back in the day like the gracies were the source you know and people mm-hmm. would travel to brazil and then little by little the gracies started coming to the united states and everything but now all the best there's ju- great jujitsu people everywhere Wow. Now it's there's a huge shift where all those Brazilians that were really good back in the day, they're like, hey, we can make, you know, have a better life probably here teaching in, in America. So now all the best, best gyms are in America. So it's evolved. So now, you know, there's still some Gracies that compete compete here and there, but they're not a, a, as dominant in the industry as they were back in the day. You wow. know what I mean? It, it evolved. Because, huh? because, it evolved. Yeah, because now millions and millions of more people are doing it and that's why and, and see that's that's why the craft becomes better and that's why yeah. we have to stay open-minded and let a lot of people come in and use that tool give them I, I, it's the same thing with the kettlebell you yeah give sure. them give them the tool give them the instruction and then watch what what happens right exactly wow wow, wow. yeah man so going Gordon, back to your Gordon. story, uh, Ayo, Gordon, Gordon. So what about what what what's so? Because that's the first time I saw this guy. So he beat mm-hmm. everybody, right? Easily, uh, easily, 
easy. It's pretty scary. What's up this with guy, this dude? This guy is just on another level. You know, I mean, like every now and then, you know, like I said, since, since there's a bigger pool of people to uh, pull from for as far as jujitsu, so many more people. Like now we're getting these people who are just some people who are just extremely gifted, gifted uh-huh. athletes. He, right now he's kind of like the Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan <laughs> of, wow. of jujitsu. Like, the, you know, those guys, you look at those guys and you're just like, how can anybody be that fucking good? You know? Wow. And that's how, that's how Gordon is right now. And a lot, a lot of it has to do with, uh, his professor who's John Donahue. He's kind of looked at as he's a very highly touted. He's, he's a very smart guy. He, he really break, knows how to break everything down mechanically. Mm-hmm. And, um, he has a very systematic approach mm. and there's a lot of really great jujitsu coaches, but he's, he's, He's kind of he was GSP's jujitsu coach. Ah, mm-hmm. GSP. I love yeah, GSP. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, he he's a Henzo Gracie black belt, and he's really come out within the last like four or five years that, that Gordon's been competing because Gordon's been so dominant, you know. So so now like John Donnie here is real famous, and he's wow. highly touted as one of the best jujitsu instructors around. Wow. So like uh. And he and and now a lot of people are flocking to his camp to learn, you know, because of that. So that is, and I think, um, like I said, I think Gordon is just—he's just a gifted guy, man. You know, like some people. You have, yeah, you have the Tyson Customado combination, right? You yeah, have, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like you know, some people are so talented. It doesn't matter like who they train with; they'd still be a champion. You know what I mean? And that's what people but, have to realize. That's what people need yeah. to see. It's it's some people are just it's hard to fathom. They're so incredibly gifted. Like and yeah. just like with the exercise, man, they can do whatever they want. They always beat everybody because they're so good at what they do. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Like uh, sometimes it's truth. man, it's it, it it just boils down to uh that person that walks through your door, man. You know what I mean? Like like I like when I fought when I was teaching MMA fighters, you know. I had a lot of amateur fighters, but I didn't have anybody that turned wanted to turn pro. Meanwhile, in another city, Pasadena, my boy Savant had a bunch of people that turned pro, mm-hmm. and it's just like who walks through your door, you that's, know? Like that's you what it know, is, you know? And, and mm-hmm. yeah, so so mm-hmm. that's part of it too. And and, and he just happened to 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 train with a, a brilliant uh, jujitsu professor as well. So that's where Gordon is when, when it comes to that, he's just a super talent and he's fucking, he's pretty big, man. Yeah. He's, he, and, and, he's and, huge. Yeah. yeah. He's Saw huge, that. man. And, 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 you know, he, he's, he's good for the sport because he talks, he talks a lot of smack, but you know, he's a cool guy. He, he, people just do that because, uh, Eric, we always need, uh, a heel. You know what a heel is? Mm-hmm. A, 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 and a, a heel is the person that always plays the bad guy. I ah, always have to go okay. back like, like okay. Conor McGregor. He, he's always playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so but everybody you know, knows to do. Every it's it, yeah, it's it's what it is, right? It's and I yeah, think that's a little bit what I've learned along the way. Inter- yeah, entertainment, and you have to be confident, right? You have entertaining and confident in in what you For say sure. and how you act. For sure, yeah. <laughs> For sure. And, and and Gordon's only he's only twenty seven years old. Whoa, that's that's what's scary is just like Whoa. this guy's twenty seven. He he can literally compete for another twenty years if he wanted to, you know. That's how good he is. But yeah, so that was a really huge event. It was an amazing event. It was a great weekend of jujitsu, man. And that was the biggest production the ADCC has ever put on and stuff like that. And they wow. sold out like a little arena in Vegas and everything. Wow, a bunch of people went. A bunch of people went. Yeah. So yeah, Gordon, man, he's the man. Uh, I mean, 
And he and, and um, I don't know anybody who can beat that guy right now. He he beat Andre Gaval, who's just a freaking monster. And Andre Gaval has tons of world champions at his gym. And Gordon and Gordon and Gordon just made it look easy. So it's it's pretty pretty amazing. And there's levels to this, man. There's levels to this. Yeah, yeah. Just like with everything, right? Fascinating. But with, to get back everything. to your story, uh, Joy, we were at the at the situation where you were uh the guy with on it and everything so oh, how yeah, did yeah. it how did it happen so, from that point that was that was pretty much it man like um when when yeah. that happened i was like oh well i guess i have to do my own little dvd myself and stuff like that yeah. and um i came out with kettle jitsu revolution and then after that the whole dvd thing just kind of um faded away you know it became a dying technology nobody was really doing dvds yeah. anymore yeah. so i just do digital stuff now and um yeah. And I just focus on teaching over here at Legacy. I've been teaching here for over eight years now. And just doing my group classes and, you know, doing what I do now, man. And then just watching this whole evolution of kettlebell training now. Yeah. And adapting. Yes. But yeah, man, you know, like we're, you're, you're smart enough to see that, like, the basics, it doesn't get those hits, you know, it doesn't get those hits, man. <laughs> but but, that, but, but I, 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 I can't play that. No. I can't play that whole that whole internet game and I did it I did it and and um I did it and I wasn't feeling like I was being true to myself if I was out there just putting workouts that people that I don't do myself yeah. uh, like if you're not doing those yeah. workouts people want to know how you get fit this is yeah. how I do it. this yeah. is how I these are the workouts that I do yeah. like how many of these kettlebell instructors do you see I see actually working out with their students that, and that's that? that's what counts that and I and, think and, it especially if you call yourself coach or trainer it, i mean there's a lot of people who just do it I, I do it and i have a following and i that's that's how i move which is awesome but if you because when i listen to you i just i just hear and see the experience it's yeah that, that's just experience talking from now, working. Now, let, me ask, let me ask you a question how, how often do you think pavel actually works out with kettlebells <laughs> i mean that's when he I think he he got hurt along the way or whatever but realizing that's one of the things realizing that you see him rarely do anything is said, and that's what that's a, that, and that's what I noticed in the beginning I was like yeah that's everybody everybody would be like oh Pavel he's amazing isn't it I was like okay what what is he amazing at and I think I, was like, I can't find any videos of him working out I can see videos of him doing a demonstrating a couple moves and stuff like that yeah yeah i never see him working out with kettlebells i never see him doing anything i i, I would see steve working out yeah Todd and maxwell yeah. and maxwell both. All these yeah. guys actually working out okay, yeah i was like yeah. these guys are passionate about business business yeah. yeah and 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 i always just thought that pavel was a, a businessman and what happened was when he split with rkc he like I remember all the the RKC ads and because he was pulling out ads in like martial art magazines and stuff like mm -hmm. that and it was like the kettlebell it is the AK forty seven for Russian spetsnaz and the opening <laughs> tool blah 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 yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah all right cool and then all of a sudden he's doing barbell like CrossFit got big and then they they were like oh we got to start doing oh body weight's big too okay let's do it they then he created strong first and started doing body weight i mean mm -hmm. and barbell and stuff like mm -hmm. that right mm -hmm. so okay well, i guess that's the russian kettlebell wasn't the special secret weapon that he he said it was really <laughs> yeah so then it's, then, then, to, yeah. then to confirm this was for me was the joe rogan podcast
which when, when did you see that when he was on that podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it. I saw it. Incredibly awkward interview. Did you get that vibe? I got that vibe right away. Joe would ask him questions, and he just, "How old are you?" Oh, about his age. About his age. I knew oh, that comes up. And we like, don't share and, that. And, and, and come on, John. Come me, on. <laughs> for me, <laughs> no, man. Like, come on, dude. Come on, come man. on, dude. <laughs> by the way, I, by the way, How I'm, old 51, are you? I'm, I'm 51 years. Yeah, yeah. Old, so you know, okay. Okay. Awesome, I have no man. problem. It's awesome. Like, yeah. It's a secret. I don't want anybody to know how old I am. You know. <laughs> So I thought that was funny, and then Joe, and then Joe was like, "Okay, well, what do you do to work out?" I do swings and dips, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "I was like, I'm I'm glad he just spit out what I've been saying all this whole time," and and I give him respect because he, I really feel that he's one of the reasons that started the kettlebell boom. Yeah, but um. It wasn't just him. It was whoever helped market. Yeah, it. Him. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, so I'm it, not sure. I think it was the um, Duquesne and them. John Duquesne. So and, and, and I had, I had, a, I had a combo with him, Joey. I had yeah. a conversation is, is with he, is, with is John Duquesne. Is he the one who worked with um, Pavel back in the day? Yes, yes, yes. He, him, him. He, he came from that uh, Qigong vibe. He, the first sure. time he saw Pavel was when Pavel was the stretching master from from Russia. <laughs> and and I even saw funny. I even saw an advert. Man, uh, Frank Shamrock, the guy, right. one of the UFC guys. I saw him posting an image because I follow him on Facebook. So he posts an image. He says, "Hey, look at this. Me back in the day on one of those old adverts." So you see his face, right? And then down below you see Pavel, and that's what it says: Russian stretch master, right? <laughs> so. So it was for me, I realized when I had this convo with John, uh, he said, I mean, what Pavel had was he had the knowledge of being a coach and he was incredibly charismatic and he had this shtick. So sure, he, sure. he created exactly. this, mar exactly. this marketing idea. And they so created, that's they, that's yeah. the idea. And, and that's what people be like, yeah, the Spets not trained with a bro, man. It's it's a marketing gig. Of course, you have some special units having kettlebells in their in their gym. Man, you can probably yeah, tell them exactly. from everybody, right? That's exactly. normal. You're like that's not but, when, you, when people say, "Oh, I train special forces," man. I'm like, whatever, dude. Yeah. Like, just yeah. because you train a couple guys one time, you did. It's not like the Spetness hired you to come in and train them every day or anything. You probably yeah. showed a couple. I train special forces, SEALs, SWAT team, and shit all the time, man. You know, they they train at the gym, train jujitsu, mm -hmm. train kettlebells, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, like that's just a shtick that they're trying to create. They created this whole mythological character. Yeah, this persona, and it worked. Yeah, it and worked like, great. Right? He's, a, yeah. he's amazing. He's amazing. Yeah. All this guy's mm. incredible. Mm. I'm like, well, what is he amazing at? I don't see him doing anything. So then, when he said that on Joe Rogan, I just laughed and I was like, see, he just I just been saying this this whole time. He's not. How can anybody that is passionate about fitness feel satisfied after doing a workout with only dips and swings? Mm -hmm. And then he said, because it has the most carryover. I'm like, carryover to what? You don't do anything. It, it, You're, not it an always, it, You're not an athlete. You don't, you don't teach classes. What is it carrying over mm -hmm, to? I mean, mm -hmm. I like, you're smart enough to know that you are not going to get enough out of just doing dips and swings brother no you no just, no, no man. there's just no, no way no no i mean so. no it's and and that's when people sometimes ask is they say hey i've heard the swing is the greatest exercise i think yeah the swing is awesome but there's one thing that's lacking what well overhead movement you're not yeah. pressing you're not over like, what, what's like, the upper body doing right yeah
Oh, a lot of overhead pressing. That's important, pressing, right? Pressing, yeah, pressing from the floor. Yeah, 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 yeah. And from the floor. And, and, but and let me let me just up. let me just push back a little bit, uh, Joey, because okay. I think I think I've read some of Pavel's books. I've followed some of some of his teachings, and what I see is that there is value that he and and credit to him value that he was able to gather through him and other people uh -huh. so because he had this marvelous combination back in the day of you had john duquesne the marketing power uh -huh. and john said this about pavel he said well pavel is a brand guy he knows how to create how, how to brand himself and and uh john was the the direct marketing guy so then you have a dan john coming in a strength coach with a vast experience teaching people coming in. Then you have a Steve Maxwell from the martial arts world coming in, bringing the Turkish getup in the curriculum. Then you have Steve Cotter becoming a mastermind as well. Then you have a Sean Mosen from Canada hailing in, getting that stuff. And then of course you have this great combination of people and what Pavel does, what I think he does well is he created value, wisdom and knowledge from other people and from him as well, which I think has carry over into, into just plain reality. When it comes to uh, uh, teaching certain exercises, when it comes to, uh, I, for example, I love simple and sinister. I love the idea of explosiveness. I think high tension techniques, like he, and he, he got this from martial arts, right? That's what John uh, shared with me. High tension techniques make sense because you probably realize this as well. Some people are just so loose, they can't even contract the muscle. They, yeah. they have, it takes them an hour to turn from the non-active to the active state, right? So they need to de develop some power. So this is most definitely where I see value. But, and here's the big but, and that's why I didn't run with Strong First and didn't run with RKC. I think they created, or maybe he created this himself, a persona who seems to be infallible, who's almost a god. For exactly. example, his, exactly. his, his cardio work, his cardio, I think, is the probable quick and dead, right? The quick and dead. I've had conversations. I've had conversations with with uh, Valery Fedorenko, who's a master of sport, a legend in, sure. in the kettlebell sport world. With Arseniy Zhirinovkov, another honored master of sport. So I asked them the question. I said, "Listen, uh, this idea from Pavel when it comes to building endurance." So I shared what Pavel is saying, and I love what Valery said. He said, "Well, you know." What what is the first thing you have to do when you run a marathon? I said, well, you tell me. Building up the volume. You go run. Yeah. That's how you build endurance. But if you tell me that you run 100 meters full speed and then you stop, and then you run 100 meters again and you stop, you're not going to be able to run a marathon, right? Yeah, you're training for something else. Yeah, you're training for something else. So, so... That's uh, uh, and like you mentioned in the Joe Rogan podcast, carryover. Yeah, for what? I mean, carryover for what? Yeah, I think so, yeah. the dips, dips are a great exercise, but some people have messed up shoulders, and they're yeah, not able to yeah. be able to carry their own body weight, right? So exactly. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I so, see where you're coming yeah. from, Joey. Most definitely. <laughs> yeah. So to me, to, yeah, like you were saying that that to me it was more like, like, I uh, I get more of like got more of like a, a culty vibe. Yeah. 
like yeah. from, from that and stuff. And I was like, yeah. I'm not really, I'm not really like, I'm not really like into like hero worship and stuff like that. And oh, when people, me people like in on a pedestal like that and they, they make them a God, I'm like, that's a little too, too, too intense for me because I mean, I have, I love my martial arts master, my jujitsu master, Hajar Machado, but I don't like look at him as a God or anything like that. I don't want anybody to think of me like that either, man. I'm just mm -hmm. a normal person, mm -hmm. you know, and, and uh, mm -hmm. just with ideas, you know, Yeah. and that love that loves to work out. I love training. I love training jujitsu. I love teaching. Mm -hmm. And, and um, yeah, so, so, I mean, to each their own, everybody's different. Some people, you know, they like that, that type of stuff, but when it starts getting a little culty and, and yeah. stuff like that, I wasn't, and like, I, like, I mean, like I said, with that the interview with Joe Rogan, it was kind of, it was kind of funny. I, 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 it was hard to watch for me. I was just like, Joe, it didn't really look like Joe was really, you know, connecting with him good because he's real secretive about all his stuff and, and this mm -hmm. and that, yeah. and, you know, like, I don't know. He's, a, he's a trippy guy, man. He, and he, he is charismatic. He has his, <laughs> and and you know I think one of the reasons I think one of the reasons Joey why why Pavel was so secretive is and that's just my guess but John mentioned he said John Duquesne said in real life Pavel was a gentleman a a sweet in nature great to have a conversation with but I think and that's and that's what sometimes I think where some Instagram people have to be careful because if you create a persona or a shtick or a certain set of kettle, crazy kettlebell exercises, whatever have you, and people start following you for this, you better keep this up for your whole life. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, that's probably what, yeah. He doesn't, yeah. I guess, so I guess. so <laughs> if you're natural, I mean, if you have a, like we are having a conversation, I, I don't, you gotta keep, I, you, got, you gotta keep acting forever. <laughs> yeah, you you gotta have that persona. You gotta, yeah. you gotta stay in you gotta stay in character. In character, you can't lose it <laughs> because people are like, is that Pavel? Who's that dude? Yeah. So maybe that's just my guess. And and you you mentioned culty. I think that's what turned me off as well. Two things turned me off. First of all, the cultish vibe, what he says counts. When at the same time, listen, man, I I I developed this notion. I say, take every expert's opinion as guide and not as a gospel. Right. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. So they say something. If if this person is intelligent, I listen. But this doesn't mean just because I listen and that this person is intelligent yeah. that that I automatically default to that's the way to do it. No, yeah, I have my, I have that, my, and, right. And, and that was the mentality of of those organizations is like whatever Pavel said that's was set in stone, and yeah. you can do anything else. You know, and, that, and that's. Yeah. And I think, but, but, but to, to their credit now, um, those guys have opened up now too. Yeah. You know, those yeah. guys are more, open. They, they understand, they see, they were telling me back in the day, Hey, that kettlebell flow shit is bullshit. Power <laughs> doesn't like it, blah, 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 blah. But now like, look what happened. Yeah. It's evolved and it's and, evolving. And it's almost like the norm now. And, and I think they have become more accepting of it. But I think back, back then they were very, those type. and I'm not saying everyone, but mm -hmm. that seemed to be, I wasn't getting any hecklers from Steve Maxwell's organization. Mm -hmm. I wasn't getting any hecklers from um, mm -hmm. um, Steve Cotter's organization. Yeah. It was mostly from the real traditional uh, RKC and Strong First guys. And, and you know what's yeah. crazy? John said, he said, we wanted to become the authority. And, yeah. uh, and they did. And they did. And, they, and, they they did. and one thing that I have to give even Pavel credit for, Pavel invited even Valery Fedorenko from Russia 
to the States to give seminars. But John That's said, cool. John said, nah, man, we got to stick to our own idea because we're able to market this way better if we follow sure. one type of idea. And I said, hey, from a marketing perspective, this makes sense. And then I asked him, I sure. said, I said, another question, John, what do you think created this divide in the forums? He said, well, it originated from the culture. And if something originates from the culture where you are the, the person in charge, then you are the one that's sending it down to your people. It's we are the good ones. These are the bad ones, right? Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, from a, business, uh, from a business perspective, I guess you, you, don't, you don't want anybody doing anything else but, but your stuff, you know, but. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can't really like, you can't really like box people in like that, mm -hmm. because because then in the in the long run they're gonna realize what what happened and they're gonna they're gonna wanna get outside of that box, man. You know, like when you keep something yeah. from somebody, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. that's yeah. crazy, man. You talked to a lot of people. That's cool, John Duquesne. Yeah, it was, was a great cool. conversation. And you, and you have to give credit to to him and Pavel because um, they're smart enough to know that they're there was a, a market for kettlebells because nobody knew what to what to do with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were smart to know like, hey, nobody yeah. this kettlebell shit's cool, but nobody in America knows anything about it. Yeah. And they're smart enough and they marketed it and and they they definitely get credit for starting the whole the whole uh yeah. kettlebell movement bringing bring, bringing kettlebell awareness to to the United States and all over the world, you know, for sure. And and that's something that but that's, but that's I, not my bag, baby. Yeah. I think everybody agrees on this, but at the end of the day, you have to realize that it's if if we stay close-minded, yeah, it, it's maybe just a a a question of 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 time until somebody arrives who's more open-minded and then really yeah. takes off. Yeah, you know, like it's it's it really really boils down to is every every individual is going to have their own journey. Yeah. You have to. I'm never gonna say like kettle jitsu is the best way to train kettlebells. You know, I, I would love everybody in the world to do it, but this is not a smart way to think about it. You know, yeah. you have to decide. You have to try different modalities: kettlebells, yeah. barbell, CrossFit, yeah. whatever, yeah. And, yeah. and and see yeah. what suits you and suits your needs. And if you're getting the results from that, and that's that, and you enjoy it, and you're gonna stick with it, then 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 by all means stick with it. You know, like. Um, you have to keep an open mind and, and you have to be open to learning different things, you know? Um, and the same thing with diet, you know, there's this big battle between diets and stuff like that. Uh, you know, yeah, the, it's the same car carnivore. Oh yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Carnivore, that's the way. Nah, and vegan. Then, let's go and vegan. Then, and then you got the, and you got this other guy. No, you have to eat raw testicles. <laughs> <laughs> you have to eat raw liver, my man. <laughs> the liver king, dude. <laughs> But hey, it's it's crazy. They're getting they're getting the clicks, man. Because the because clicks. they do because they do exactly what Pavel did. Exactly. They create they create this this huge vibe around themselves yeah, yeah, where yeah. they are the gods. I mean, for example, the Liver King dude. I mean, yeah. hey, they, <laughs> and on his Instagram, which I believe that's what his his folks do, right? They, he has a plan. This guy has a plan. And, sure. and and then he he responds and talks about himself in the third person. 
<laughs> he says, he says, yes, you should do it, but the liver king does it differently, and that's him saying it, right? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. and that's, that's the exactly and he that's the persona. The yeah, he creates the character, and I think the yeah, you get a lot of you get a lot of exposure. If 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 you're lucky, you maybe hit hit it big time. But oh, here's he hit, where he hit it big time. He hit it. Yeah, big yeah time. most yeah. definitely. He had a big yeah. time. But then you always have to, I mean, for example, imagine that's you and you always have to walk around with shorts and your and your shirt off to every podcast, <laughs> and everywhere like running, you go. running somewhere. He's like, oh. <laughs> and then he has a bunch, of, like a bunch of organs waiting at the end. <laughs> <laughs> imagine this. Imagine, brother funny, does a, hey, brother, there's a world tour, comes to Siberia or Switzerland, and he's freezing his ass off and he has to take <laughs> his shirt off, but he can't. He has to say character. <laughs> So you always have to be in character. Same, yeah. The same thing with like Wim Hof. I mean, how many ice baths has that guy had to do? <laughs> he's got to he's got to do like ice baths every day for the rest of his life now. <laughs> I'm the ice king. So if you ever see this dude drinking a warm tea, you're like, you're a fraud. <laughs> I can't wait to see your interview with Wim Hof. He's gonna be like this. <laughs> <laughs> Where you at right now? Well, I'm in the mountain right now. Oh man, it's crazy. And so that's I think that's what people create is always this this. This persona, then you ever always have to follow it, and once you break character, people are confused because I think people Wait sometimes yeah. they can make the distinction between this persona and between the people that's behind it, and so that's one of the reasons why I never want to create something which deep inside I feel like nah, I'm I'm not really that guy. And you know yeah, what's yeah. funny? I felt the same. You you said this. You said about the internet thing that you tried it. I, with my YouTube channel, I, I realized like last year that reactions, if I start reacting to workouts, this, this gets a lot of clicks and views. But after, after a couple of months and after doing a lot of these reactions, I realized like, man, I don't know, man, I'm a coach. I, that's, that's not really, that doesn't give me a lot of joy. So I dialed it down, but I still do them. But on a very, very uh, far and few in between, way less than I did before. And sure. now I, I'm way more happy with it. I'm like, hey, I can do a little bit of the internet, get get those click style, but I'm always also a coach where people, I want people to respect me for what I do with the kettlebell. Yeah, man. And, and, you, all right? If, if you're always worried about like what workout you're going to do on Instagram, you're going to freaking go nuts, man. I was like, how many yeah. workouts can you possibly have, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like you can't just, and then you're gonna be like, oh, I gotta come up with something different, come up with something different, because you know, yeah. at, at our gym we have some, um, some of the, I call everybody kids because they're, I'm like twice their age, <laughs> that 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 do the whole influencer thing, you know, and every day they're in there, they're doing the latest skit that people are doing, the latest trend, you know, so they have to do a video that has a, a, a some other voice and a, they, so so essentially what they've done is they have to become actors. They're like mm -hmm. actors now. They have to, they go, hey, hey, you want to do this video with me? We're going to do this whole scene. We're going to blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And they have to get the film. Then they have the, mm -hmm. the their phones with the lights and everything now. And then mm -hmm. they go back and they edit it. And and mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't want to have to every day be going, okay, I got to come plan a workout. I gotta blah, blah, blah. You know, I was like, instead of doing that, I just post the workouts that I'm doing in the class with my, my students. Yeah. And I was like, that's what I, so, so I, I set up a camera. I film like that one flow that we do or, or some body weight movements or whatever, and that's it. I instead of me having to create something, I have to create workout for my my students, and we follow a yeah. different workout each week. 
So I just filmed the workout. I was like, hey, this is our workout of the week. And that, that's and how we do it. I don't it. even get any further than that, man, because I'll freaking lose my mind, dude. I have so much, so many other things. Doing yeah, you have. Uh, yeah. And, and what I love, that's one of the one of the exercises that I took from you is which I really love is the clean and the rotational press. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I love this idea, man. And that was me, me trying to um, work on the pivoting that you do when you throw punches. When you throw punches, you have to pivot. Ah. Right? pivot. Yeah, because with, like a lot of people hit. don't realize that. They're like, why am I doing that? I'm like, I'm always trying to make things closer to fighting. Like, so that's why, like, back in the day, man, like, like, like I said, nobody was doing anything really different. Like, so I, on my first DVD, I actually started doing a lot of things that people are just barely figuring out now. It's like how to swing from what people call a split stance. I call it a fighting stance. How to swing from there the proper mechanics from there, throwing punches from there and stuff like that. So, so mm. Mm. that's, that's my mind right there. I'm always like, how can I make this closer to fighting and stuff like that? So yeah, the rotational punches are great, man. It's, it hits different, man. You know? Yeah. It's, and the idea now, now that I, now that I hear it, I just saw it and I was like, Oh, I like the idea of rotating your body on the repress while it is still safe. So you, you're still in a very safe position, even exactly. with heavier weight which I like. And and now that you're saying, well, the idea is pivoting from the hip that because that's what we do in fighting, it, it makes even more sense now, right? Yeah. That's so how that's you generate the power. I love it. And and that's and that's what I think if somebody doesn't exercise, which I am I, I look at something and I try to keep I keep an open mind, but sometimes I'm a little bit sometimes I'm like uh, I dismiss this. If if you uh, I love what you said in the beginning before we started recording. Man, if you love doing this and you have results to it, I would never do it. That yeah, that's just sure. what it is, right? Yeah, but definitely. you are now able to explain something. And when I see an exercise which makes me raise my eyebrow, and then I have the guy or the gal come up to me and say, listen, looks a little strange, right? But that's the reason why we do it. And then it immediately makes sense. Then I'm like, oh, oh, you got it, man. But if, yeah, we, yeah. if we do something and we can't really explain why other than getting some views, this is where, yeah, things start yeah, to yeah, take a different yeah, yeah. turn, right? Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just different, man. It's just, you know, social media, social media has changed everything. Some, mm. some for the better and some for the worse, you know, oh, most but, definitely. But, but, but it's just a, uh, it's just a, I think it's just a trend, all the fancy stuff. It, it's going to have to balance out at some point, but maybe not. Who knows, man? But, Who but knows? as a last question, Joey, what was the, sure. uh, if, if we compare this to jujitsu, uh, um, did you guys experience in the jiu-jitsu world a trend that everybody was doing and then it went away and went back yep. to the fundamentals? Oh, absolutely. Ah. It always goes back to the fundamentals. And people don't realize that too, that uh, 100% jiu-jitsu has trends. Every year there there might be a particular uh, guard that somebody's playing because mm -hmm. People, people see that because, say, for instance, we have a type of guard. It's called De La Hiva guard. Mm -hmm. It's named after uh, a very famous jiu-jitsu guy. He was a small guy. His name is Ricardo De La Hiva. Mm -hmm. And he was training with big guys all the time. And he was like, man. And he developed this type of guard where he can, like, keep these guys at bay and, and sweep them and stuff. It's called De La Hiva guard. Mm -hmm. So it's named after him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, everybody now wants to invent a technique that they're going to get credit for. 
You know what I mean? That's, that's what it so, is, man. So that's people what are everybody wants, coming up yeah. with all these crazy different guards, and then you had to say, say like one trend, for instance, was this guy Keenan Cornelius. He's like this American black belt. He was like a jujitsu phenom, and he came up with something called lapel guard. I mean, there's there's people playing with it, but he really got it, and and he pulled like he pulled like a Pavel and really focused on that area and really developed it and really just started inventing all these techniques with it. And they came out with the lapel guards encyclopedia, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's just like, get, you get the lapel, you wrap it around your leg and then you switch hands and then you wrap it again, and again, and you wrap it around it and then you wrap it around your head and then you wrap it around his head. And, and it was just crazy. I was like, man, this stuff is bullshit, but it was a trend for a while. Everybody mm-hmm. was buying his stuff mm-hmm. and, 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 and trying the lapel guard. And stuff like that and then little by little people started realizing it, it that it wasn't very practical and there was only a select few people able to pull it off and then what happened if you look at adcc you didn't see any fancy shit, man i it just wanted really, to a- i wanted to it, ask this question what was it was, gar- well, it was re- a lot of different wrestling uh wrestling has had a huge influence in in no gi jiu-jitsu and gi jiu-jitsu but particularly no gi jiu-jitsu and it was just basic stuff, man. Basic guard passes, foot locks, arm bars, chokes. You know, it was just your 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 real basic stuff, man. You know, so uh, mm-hmm. so one hundred percent jujitsu does have trends, and and um, but when you see the 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 main guys winning the competitions, they're not doing anything fancy. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. So Gordon played the fundamentals right. I, I'm assuming. If you look at his game, you're not going to see anything fancy. You're going to see solid, solid uh, fundamentals. Mm. And mm. Um, fascinating. He, what makes him, he knows what to do in every situation. Boom, boom, boom. He has his go. He knows what to do, and that's that's what jujitsu is about. You have you have to know what you're what to do in every given situation, and his reactions, and he he, he really understands uh, body mechanics and stuff like that. Yeah. So he wasn't doing anything fancy, man. It was just oh. good, good old fashioned fundamental jujitsu yeah and it i think it's the same the same thing with people wanting to get in shape uh wanting wanting to discover the kettlebell get good with the fundamentals and you'll always you'll always have a blast i think i'm i yeah. i have perfected my jerk now to with with double kettlebells to to a place where i'm now getting comfortable because i and i think do you think it requires some body awareness some kinesthetic sense that you are doing this particular exercise and your body is telling you listen it it still doesn't feel right yes you're getting better at it but your body is giving you that feedback that no and people look at you it's like it looks great and you're like no it's still it's it still needs work and now my jerk is finally at a point where my body now agrees that hey i think we've come to a good place now yeah 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 and putting in the reps and i still almost every day i do jerks because i'm so in love with with that x i I can't explain it but i just love it you don't have to explain it because everybody is different brother i don't i don't do jerks at all but you know i do presses i do squats i I love i like you know for instance one thing i really enjoy doing i I enjoy doing deck squats Mm-hmm. From the bottom, uh, from the ground We're up, rolling right? up the feet because, because mm-hmm. I mean that's like jujitsu. We're always yeah, out back and back and our feet, and back and our feet, and back and our feet. Plus, it's just, it's just, it makes a squat so much more dynamic. Yeah, and you're gonna work, you're gonna work 
more muscles and everything. And, and, I, and I don't see a lot of people doing it, but I fucking love it. I, I think deck squats mm. are fantastic, you know, and, and, and it makes it makes the uh, exercise more anaerobic as well, which mm-hmm. is something uh, yeah. that, that jujitsu is anaerobic. And guess what? If you add a press at the top of that deck squat, what do you have? You have a deck thruster. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, so thrust, the bottom and, up, you know, boom. Thrusters are fantastic. Yeah, fantastic you know, something exercise. Something as simple as doing a squat and a press together. What? It, yeah, brilliant. It's it's Amazing brilliant. Movement, full body movement, super yeah. explosive. Yeah. But yeah. hey, if I just sit there and do a thruster, <laughs> thruster on on Instagram, I don't think a lot of people are going to like my shit, right? <laughs> Come up with that. Where's the hardcore stuff? Show us the hardcore stuff. Hey, can you at least do some juggling in that or something? <laughs> can we balance it on the head, coach? Can we do this? So, yeah, fi- right. final question. Final question. Because that that really, that, I I already said final question, but I have to ask you one more thing, Talk Joey. Over. And that is, um, how much of your exercises? that have been strongly influenced by the way you do jiu-jitsu for example the deck squat right it's influenced by jiu-jitsu the the split stance or the staggered swing or whatever you want to call it in the fighting stance or all the hooks and whatever how much of this is incorporating are you incorporating into your general classes where you have general people showing up do 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 you mix them in all the time or do you still say, no, no, you know, the hook stuff or even the deck squat, it's just more a little bit of the advanced or how, how do you cope with that? Um, I mix them in here and there. I mean, like, uh, like I said, I've really boiled it down to, to more fundamental stuff. So something mm-hmm. that I think is like, um, like real jujitsu specific, we do deck squats pretty often. Mm-hmm. Um, we do the rocking chair mm-hmm. to a press, which is rocking chair is a jujitsu exercise on the ground where you roll up and tuck your is, shin in. The hip escape is not something that I do a lot in classes because women, like women, for one reason is, is I have women, different women and they don't do jujitsu. And mm-hmm. that's kind of a real unusual movement doing hip escapes. And also mm-hmm. like women mm-hmm. like to train with, uh, tank tops. And, and when they're doing hip escapes on, on a tatami, they're scraping up their shoulders and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And that's another reason. And another reason I, I, don't, I don't. I like snatches, but they're very technical. Yeah, yeah. And and, yeah. and if you don't do them all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time, all the yeah. time, you know, yeah. I you know, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. when a, a girl does a snatch and it smacks their little supple wrist, they're like, oh, I'm off the deal. I'm not doing this anymore. So I don't focus on stuff like that. Another one yeah. that that we do regularly is um, the get up. Mm-hmm. I don't really like calling it the Turkish getup because uh, I get a lot of shit from my Armenian students for it. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if you're familiar with the whole Armenian Turkey thing, you know? Yeah, I'm also, Are you familiar with that. It's around my area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. You know, it's going on right now, man. And and, yeah. and my poor Armenian friends, I feel so bad for them, man. They're mm-hmm. they like they're watching their their people you, get slaughtered. But then, you know, but when, you know how you can I call it, Joey? You know how you can call it? Call it call it the Balkan getup. The what get up? The Balkan get up, right? There's the area where where my my ancestors and my dad is from, right? Is uh, you have Europe, right? The heart of Europe is Switzerland. Then you have Germany on the top, Italy down, and then when you go on the right side, Europe down to the east. This is where you have Austria, Slovenia, uh, Croatia, Yugoslavia, right? And then down to Turkey. So a huge part of this coast is called Balkan. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and I think from, because I had a great conversation with uh, Geronimo Milo, who's a, who's, he's from Argentina. He's, he's like the father of Argentinian kettlebell training. I love this nice. guy. And uh, had a great conversation with him. And he really went deep into kettlebell history. And then we had a back and forth, a lot of conversations. So I think I know where the idea of the Turkish comes from because mm-hmm. my people, and I see this, that's funny, from my relatives and from my people as well, is we sit or we, we first of all, we like sitting down on the floor. A lot of my people, we don't sit on couches. We sit on the floor. And then we have a certain way of sitting and I see many of the old guys do it, a certain way of sitting that looks like a starting position of the Turkish getup. <laughs> so my assumption is it comes from that area because it was just, it was just called getting up from the ground with weight overhead. Sure. But because we start from that position, maybe somebody from the OGs, from those old school strongmen said, that's how the Turkish get up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's maybe where it comes from. So we call it Balkan get up. Yeah, I, I think they understand you, it. You know, you know what's funny is, is the first time my original instructor taught me the Turkish get up, I was mm-hmm. like, this is like the technical lift, which is an exercise in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu that we use to get back to our feet. Yeah. And I was just like, it just blew my mind. I was like, wait wow. a minute. I was like, wow. that's the fucking, that's the technical lift. Yeah. And people, a lot of people never really uh, saw the correlation, mm-hmm. but I don't do, I don't do my Turkish get up like, like everybody else does a Turkish get up. You know, like I, I, I've, I've adapted it to fit jujitsu again, because we do this yeah. movement off the ground to push people away from us all the time in, in, in jujitsu. So I do a little bit different and, and, and I incorporate the press at the bottom of the, the movement when you're on your back, everybody keeps it stiff. And that's yeah, cool. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. I was like, why, why not throw a punch? I saw, and, oh, I love this. And, and I was like, why not? I was like, why do why do we eliminate the punch? Because that there's there's really not too much pressing in the Turkish getup when you think about it. Yeah. And, and if you stable. add the pressing, mm-hmm. then you're doing everything. You're pushing, pulling, squatting, everything all in one movement. And I if if I could do one exercise only, it would be the Turkish getup. Because it's just awesome. it, I I love it. And and another thing is I don't I do we do for time. We I don't do for max reps. I don't, Me too. I don't, Me I don't too. do max reps or anything. Time is awesome. Do an, try, try doing an alternating Turkish getup with a moderate weight for three minutes straight. Mm-hmm. That's and tell me if that's hardcore. Yeah, that's, that's hardcore. Most definitely. Oh, we do that as well. I love it. I yeah, see so nice, many similarities, man. I see so many similarities. Yeah, I, thought, and... I thought this podcast was only supposed to be an hour. I think it's been like two hours now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Because we have a great combo, man. But you know great, what? Man. You know what's funny is I see this, these similarities that, that we share because we come from this background of, of teaching and exactly. working with teacher. people. And, you're a teacher, and, so you, you understand where I'm coming from. And, and what is so fascinating, which it just, that really blew my mind, is when you mention this, you go down in the getup and then you do this rocking move and then you punch back up. Sometimes, and I'm not, I'm not joking, I saw this. I saw you do this for the first time. I saw you go down and I was like, wow, his Turkish or his getup looks way more dynamic. He's way yeah. more, he doesn't stop. It's not as, st- I mean, you can do it with heavy weights and stiff and all that, which is awesome, great, a lot of tension, but you can also build it into this fluidity, right? Exactly. So I saw you do this for the first time. And sometimes I do it as well. And then I think about you. I'm like, yeah, 
rocking back and then punching back up and and building it into a more a fluid way of moving right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and this goes back to me always thinking about martial arts man you know love it man cool brother Joey. right on man what a hey. great conversation i can't remember i can't remember the last time i spoke to somebody for two hours straight <laughs> i feel honored man, good, man. Awesome. Yeah, that was awesome man that awesome awesome, man. That awesome. A great podcast and Most uh definitely. you know what man i like you speak really well and um i think you, you need to continue with this podcast thing man because mm. i think mm. i think i think you're a good interviewer brother and, oh and, thank and, you man you actually work out and you train people regularly so you you can relate and yeah. you can always give your perspective, man. Good yeah. stuff, brother. Thank you awesome. for having me. If you're looking for kettlebell courses that can help you lose weight, build muscle, and improve your kettlebell technique, then check out the Laborstock Academy. Let us help you discover a new perspective on kettlebell training, making it simple and easy for you to understand. Join the waiting list of your desired course now and secure your spot when it's open for enrollment. Link is in the description.